Hey guys, this is Jack. Just wanted to tell you a little bit about this episode. First things first, we have Jake Wilburn, who is an expert on many things. He is an expert on viral videos from YouTube. He is an expert on video games, which is awesome. And hey, here's one. He's an expert on North Korea, Phil. I did and not know that about I, him. Well, I knew that about him. And at the end of the episode, folks, stick around for the end of that episode because you're going to hear a great conversation about current things in North Korea. Jake is going to talk about YouTube first. Then he's going to talk about video games. Then we're going to – and we talk about a lot of things in between. You get a lot of clips. There's a lot of awesome sound on this episode. And it's a cool midweek episode. That's a long, full episode. It's a long episode. one, yeah. But it's awesome. <laughs> it's great. It's worth a listen for it's sure. It's great. It's so much fun. And also, on Friday, this Friday, we are going to um, – I know, like I finished my thought. Stick around to the end of the episode. He, he's going to talk all about his North Korean blog about North Korea. That's, that's a blog – a North Korean blog <laughs> would essentially be about North Korea. Um, but first, before we get to that, on Friday, we are going to be talking about – I'm so excited about this. I love it when new movies that I see coming down the pipe <laughs> are officially what I and Phil and others deem as horrible. I feel like the Emoji Movie has the potential to be very poor. So check it out. Here's a preview for the Emoji Movie. And then Friday's episode, it's going to be the Emoji Movie. Excited about that. Here's a clip. Here's the preview for the Emoji Movie. What's he doing? He's making the wrong face. <gasps> Look who just sent me a text. Addie McAllister? What should I say? Just play it cool. Welcome to the world inside your phone, where everyone is expected to act one way their whole life. Aw, snap. Ow. My name is Gene, and I'm supposed to be a meh. Nah. You know, like, meh, who cares? But my problem is, I have more than one emotion. Check this out. Huh? Huh? Son, please tell me you weren't laughing just now. What if you get sent out on the phone making the wrong face? Dad, I'll make the right face. Then I would finally fit in. Nah. Sweetie, you're so handsome when you make that face. I think he's ready, Mel. Meh. That's our user, Alex. We have an incoming text. We are go for men. Who, <gasps> me? <gasps> What's he doing? He's making the wrong face. Yeah. Huh? What the heck? Welcome to the loser lounge, where the emojis who never get used hang out. What's up, high five? I'm an emoji. I've got to have some sort of purpose here. I'm going to help you. We need to get off the phone and find the source code. Then I can fit in. Let's roll. Bye, Felicia. First, we have to get through this firewall. What's Alex's girlfriend's name again? It was Tina. Access denied. Karen. Sarah. I want to say Lupita, but that doesn't feel right now. I'm saying it out loud. I think you're pretty cool just the way you are. Nobody leaves the phone! Delete them! My feelings are huge. Maybe I'm meant to have more than just one emotion. Where am I? Candy Crush. Divine. Sweet. 
never eaten another piece of candy ever again. High five, don't do it. Don't you do it, it's already been in there once. <sighs> okay, son, what do we do after we go potty? Should we wash our hands? <laughs> We're, We're number two! two. Alright, so now, without further ado, Jake Wilburn brings you all of his awesome conversation. Me and Phil and him have a great talk. It is a long episode, for especially for a midweek, but it's fun. It's Jake. It's Phil. It's Jack. It's the Horrible Movie Podcast. Here it is. Rock and roll. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey, baby, baby, baby. Uh, we're here. We're here with Jake Wilburn. Hello, and we're here with Phil, producer Phil Sousa. Hello, um, and we're talking briefly about what the internet would have you n- call viral videos. So today, I put together a list of the five most unworthy YouTube videos to go viral. Okay. Right? So it's not necessarily by count. It's not necessarily by uh, you know, popularity, but these are videos that were, it was really painful to make this list, to be honest with you, because I had a hard time going mm-hmm. through some of these that were just like, why did 86 million people put themselves through five minutes of this? Well, yeah. Right. So, so what's number, are we going five to one? Yeah, five to one. What's number five, Jake? Number oh. five is Charlie bit my finger. Oh, everyone's <laughs> favorite. Charlie sure. bit sure. my finger. We're going to play a little clip real quick. It has 851 million views. This is also going to be be the oldest one on your yeah. list, right? It is maybe maybe set the curve. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie bit me. Set the curve for viral wow. videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, see now he puts his finger in Charlie's mouth. <laughs> and oh. Yeah, not so fun anymore, Ow. is it? Yeah, kid. Ow, Charlie! Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, that really hurt. That really hurt. Charlie thinks it's funny. This is why... This. So you don't think this is deserving? No, you yeah. know, it makes me think of when I was about five years old yes my older brother made me eat dog food (laughs) and i just really don't think that had that been filmed at the time that anybody would have been interested in seeing that or found that cute i understand uh i don't really see what's appealing about this video yeah maybe some people might like it but for the amount of views it got i think that's kind of i'll give you this 238 dislikes Yes. That's a lot. Yeah, that's deserving. Uh, what's number four on your list? Number four, talent show water bottle. I don't... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the video is okay. only about 30 seconds long. Now, my son Miller might actually like this. Let's see. I don't know this one. Is this seven, the seven million or is there another one? Go to the third one there. Guy flips it? Yep. Okay. Try that one. I don't think... <laughs> 
So this is like a high school senior talent show. Guy comes up. There's an empty table. He's got a water bottle in his hand. Yes. The anticipation is growing. Stares at the table. Relaxed posture. Flips the water bottle upside oh, down. It stupid. lands correctly on the table. Oh Crowd goes wild. Oh my gosh. Now, why? Why is this? Now there's another one down here that it's the same. This is the same video. It has seven million. Views. Yeah, that's probably the that's closer to the original right. one. That was pretty lame. Seven point five million. Oh, the trick itself was kind of cool. Like if you just came over, Jack, and was like, "Where is at my house?" and we're just chilling, and you're like, mm -hmm. "Hey, watch this," you know. But it's like when you put your two thumbs together, and you're like, "Whoop, whoop." Yes. See, they're coming <laughs> yes. apart. I mean, yes. to me, it's about that degree of cool, not <laughs> seven point five million views worth of cool. Gotcha. Understood. What uh, what's another one? Uh, so what's number, number three, number three, uh, eighty six million views at okay. a minimum is one of your favorites, <gasps> pineapple pen. Yeah, yeah, which pineapple pen is like size crazy uncle oh, decided to uh, pineapple express pineapple <laughs> to come pen. in and make a video to compete pineapple with his pen. much more successful nephew. Now, I will say this. I will say this that um, there are, the one thing about pineapple pen is there are a billion different versions of it and they all have millions and millions of views I'm a I think now you see here's one with 120 million mm -hmm. here's one down here with 120 million so I feel like there's a bunch of different versions we may be smart to make a horror movie podcast version of pineapple pen can we just use it go for it I'm skipping that episode let's see what this one does <laughs> Who is this guy? What's his name? I don't know. No one knows. No, but there's well, no, there's no way to know, huh? Pico. Pico Taro. Here he is. P-P-A-P. The, the dance, I think, is a lot of it. P-P-A-P. And the yellow pajama outfit, yes. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple pen. I have a pen. I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen, apple pen, pineapple pen, uh, pen pineapple, apple pen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh, and then the, no, we're on right the video See, game ending there. I my, love my son. Pen. Here's what I'll tell you about children, folks. Nowadays, <laughs> if if you were to go into the woods and have a laptop and opened it up and you had Wi-Fi out there or, you know, unlimited data or whatever scenario, you were to open it. You were by yourself in the woods, the densest of woods. You would open the laptop, go to YouTube, type in pi pineapple pen. Somehow, hundreds of children <laughs> will come walk up to you and just sit. They'll sit Indian style around the computer around the computer screen and um you will be uh you will be surrounded by children in the woods well maybe you just explained the, luring uh, you six million views. you will have lured children i'm saying there's a, a bunch of other versions this one's got 122 million views there's 87 here 64 million it's like oh my gosh people. everybody do the fall. all right stop son all right yeah. all right stop that's, son. that's stop. the song that i want I, I understand i understand children right. do love that song okay um for my son I am going to play this role. Are you ready? Your new prescription oh, have a few an ad. Thanks for the ad. There's an ad there. <laughs> we'll let it go over there. Uh, this is a, a special song for, for Miller. Because he hit this. No, no, you cannot. 
It's oh. called Every Do- Everybody oh. Do the Flop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Boys to Men is in in this ad, and this is actually a fifty-one million views. Ad. <laughs> I'll start it over. Flop. Start it over. Everybody do the flop. <laughs> it's a real song. It's pretty good, actually. Fifty-one million views. <laughs> I feel like if you put this in the background of a Tony Hawk pro skater game, that nobody work. would know the difference, and yeah. it would work. All right. Anyway. How, how many views on that one? Fifty-one million on that one. That that was a bonus, folks. That wasn't part yeah. of our, um, that wasn't part of our viral uh, video. I've sensation. never seen that, but I will say that uh, I'll probably go home and show that to my daughter because I know she's gonna love that. <laughs> Is it deserving of that many views? No, but I'm going to contribute to the problem. Oh, I think your daughter. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I think she will appreciate it. I think, I think she will. Yeah. Doing the flop basically is just falling on your face. Is that right? Yeah, and it gets stupid at the end. Anyway. Okay. What's next? Number two now. Yeah, we're at number two. Number two, the flop was not on the list. Yeah, so this one is this one really kind of irks me a little bit. So, all right, so this is Rebecca Black. Oh, yeah. And her song Friday. A little bit of little bit of backstory on Mm -hmm. this song. Okay, so rich mom has a daughter, and she says, "Wow, I think you're a great singer." Okay, now. In the future, we learn that Autotune disagrees, <laughs> but she gives somebody uh, $4,000 to allow her daughter to create a music video of a, of a pre-written song and oh, Autotune gosh. it. Her friends are in the video, and if you were to give a 14-year-old, which is, I think, what she was at the time, that much money and, and total say in what her video would look like, that's pretty much what this is, and it's about as terrible as you'd think. Although, let's see the views here. It had uh, before some legal disputes had 166 million. It's back up to 110 million, uh, but at one point had 3.2 million dislikes. So this is a pretty awful what song. Were the, what were the legal disputes? Did uh, you it know, say? I no, it didn't say. I'm not sure. That's interesting to me. Yeah. That's gonna be bad. Now, does Caitlin Youngsma legitimately like this song, or does she just oh, reference I don't know. it? What is this an ad for her? No, no, no this is the actual song. Yeah. Oh. Okay. The verse is all one note. It's just like. It's just one note over and over and over again. I feel like if Taylor Swift farted, it would sound this good. <laughs> I'm not spit it on the computer. Yeah, somewhere Taylor Swift and Lord are watching this video and they're just crying. Gotta puke up on Friday. <laughs> Her friends don't even look like they're having fun. Yeah, they're like, oh, God, that kid can't drive. Can he drive? <laughs> I don't know. Beating it up, man, in the Sebring. You know, and they probably had to shut down a section of road to, to film this somewhere in California. <laughs> fun, 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 fun. This is this part's just a set. Oh, it's my just a, gosh. Like a moving video in the background. Green screen. 
I can't handle this. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was that's, wondering. That's all I watched. That was I, a minute and 19 seconds yeah, that's for as, your listeners. That's about as far way. as I got this morning when I watched it. All right. So. Okay. I, don't. I want you to talk this up. Don't tell me what it is. Without just show me the show me your phone, and then folks listening in will have to just be surprised whenever we. Oh, okay. Oh, good, 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 good. Okay, call. so this My one is gosh. pretty old. This is like pre-Google YouTube. Okay, oh back before, when they were its own thing. Is it older than Charlie bit my finger? I think it is. If not, it's around that same time, right? So we're going back to the the mid early two uh, thousands here. This one is one of the most <clears throat> annoying videos that I've probably <laughs> seen on YouTube. I watched it again, you know, in preparation for this, and oh, I almost I couldn't almost make wow. it to the end because it was it's so. You have to see this to really appreciate it. Too. Yeah, my gosh, are to, we ready for 2010. this? 2010, 201 million views. Dana on Dana Bow, I don't know I who you are, Dana Bow, but I think you're the one that uploaded the original. Of this horrible, horrible gag film. Oh, 2009. Hey, Apple. Apple. Hey. Hey, Apple. Hey. Apple. Hey, Apple. Hey, Apple. Apple. Hey. Hey, Apple. What? What? What is it? Aren't you glad I didn't say Apple again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That joke yeah. was funny the first 400 it's times. It's an you orange said it. talking hey, to an Apple. apple. What? You look fruity. <laughs> yeah, that, that was hilarious. So this is literally hey, called hey, the Apple, annoying what? orange. Can you do ten push-ups in ten seconds? What kind of question is that? I don't even have arms. How am I gonna do one push-up? Hey, what? Hey, Apple, what? Can you do this? Try it. Okay, so so That's Jack's terrible. son is is laughing hysterically, yeah. but what Jack didn't realize the consequence of him uh, allowing his son to view this now. is that those noises are now going to be made for the rest oh of gosh, the day. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Um, any, uh, what are some other uh, honorable mention ones? YouTube rabbit hole. I have one while you're while you're uh, while you're uh, moving on here. You look for it, and I'm gonna play this one real quick. Add. That's an ad. Um, so what, one of the things that I did not include uh, in this list is the endless list of celebrities pouring ice water over their heads mm. because there are a lot of those and they have a lot of very high views. Well, they're, yes. for, they're for charity, right? Like, didn't that yeah. go to... It was, it was to raise awareness for ALS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but all of the non-celebrity people that I knew that poured ice water on themselves never actually, you know, donated yeah. to ALS. Are so. you serious? <laughs> yeah, wow. Right. Bum, bum, ba-dum, ba-dum. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, Hey, The duck bum, song. Bum, bum, bum. Got any great 264 million views. And then said, no, we just sell lemonade. But it's anyway, called- there you go. So one of the uh, top viewed music videos oh, is, how about- is uh, Wheels on the Bus. Oh my gosh. It's oh, like yeah. the top kids song. I was going to yeah. say, a lot of people are using these videos just to That's play funny. music Got for their kids. I know we do a lot of that at our house. Like we, um, We'll just run Pandora in the background all the time for our daughter. Yeah. One billion views. Yep. This is people trying to get free music for their kids. 
my son reacts to the video. There's a video, too, of this uh, girl crying about people being really hard on Britney Spears. Oh, I know that one, too. Yep. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, that yeah. one. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Anything else? That's the leave Britney Spears Why? alone. Let's ask yes. the question. Then. Or leave well, Britney let's alone. ask the question. Do we have a reason? Why do some things go viral and some things don't? Why? There, there are, there are some things on here that go viral that you go, why? And there are other things that you go, that probably should be more popular than this. You know? Huh? I don't know. That's a good question. No um, one knows. Most of these are lacking a lot of substance. I think people don't want substance. They want catchy. They want <laughs> they want candy. They don't want broccoli. Uh, there there's a couple videos yeah, that true. are more serious that had some pretty high views, like uh, Coney 2012, uh, that was trying to raise awareness for uh, some gangster over in Africa that is like kidnapping children, and it got humongous. Like it ended up, Congress ended up taking action based on how much awareness it raised and it was pretty effective. But most of them were either music videos by artists that you've heard of or uh, garbage like all this stuff yeah. or, or kids videos. It's pretty horrible. So anyway. Okay. Let's segue then to this. Uh, let's have a little video game conversation. Can we do that? Mm, love to. Um, what, uh, Jake, what's your first video game system that you owned uh well the original nintendo was the first video game system that i owned i was real big into the light gun mm -hmm. uh the gray version not the orange version uh, i had the gray version as well <laughs> right? I had yeah the, the gray, gray version, version the, the orange was the not a reissue but like the second run of it right yeah it was yeah. like hmm this might be dangerous but the the Gray Gun uh, and Duck Hunt that was released as a pack-in with the original NES. Mm -hmm. uh, the Japanese, lit and this is, I'm quoting them, Americans like gun. So that's one of the reasons why it was <laughs> packed in, because they're like, hey, more kids will buy this if it has a gun with it. And so, but, and that's true. That's how I got it. And that's, I was shooting away at my CRT TV back in the day because it won't work with newer TVs. Now. I love uh, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt was awesome. Yeah. They had several other. The C uh, uh, Hogan's Alley. Yeah. Hogan's Alley is another good one uh, It where you kind of have these paper targets come up. You know, police do these shooter don't shoot training scenarios mm -hmm. and they pay good money for these like training simulators. And I'm like, why? You got, We've Hogan's, got, Duck you got Hunt. Hogan's Alley. And you got duck hunt. Why do you need these? Like, You've got I don't, I don't duck get it. Hunt. You know. So there's a bunch of videos about duck hunt online. Here's duck hunt level 100. Era. You know, I hear a lot of people have the duck hunt ringtone. That's a super popular one of either the dog laughing or him kind of coming up with the duck. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I was a big. I, I didn't know about the gray gun. We always had the orange one growing up. Yeah, the reissue. Hmm. Cool. Yep. So I I had an original uh, NES, but more kind of coming of age was uh, the Game Boy and the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. There it is, yeah. <laughs> Duck Hunt. Pretty good. It's in your face. St uh, still fun. Yeah, that is one of the most fun uh, NES games. And the NES is known for being super difficult. And that's where, especially as a kid, some kids like, man, they could sit there and play Mega Man for yep. six, eight hours at yep. a time and get, not me. I was like, wow, this is too hard. No, thank you. Mega Man <laughs> was pretty tough. Mega Man is, is uh, known for being so tough. The best yeah. NES game 
What's the best NES game that you remember playing when you were when you were little? Mm, probably or even now. Maybe now. Th- this is kind of a a standard answer, but Super Mario Brothers three is probably the Isn't best. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I, I mean, really liked Super Mario Super Mario Brothers two when it came out too, and, and people didn't li- necessarily like it as much. Well, it Super Mario Brothers two. It was so much it, better than the first one. In, than, in than Japan, the it was released as Doki Doki Panic. Of course it was. Yeah, so it was. Then they just. Of re- course it was called that. <laughs> they just reskinned it with Mario because they're like, "Whoa, Mario Brothers is so popular. We need more Mario now." So they just went, "Uh, this looks good." Put Mario's face on it and released it, and that's why it's so much different from the other ones. What's it called? Doki Doki, Doki Panic. I like it. Yeah. So I, I remember it had those like birds that would spit eggs. Birdo, Birdo, Birdo. Yeah, yep. and yep. you have to like throw the eggs back at him or something like that to hurt him. Yeah. So yeah, that that one was way different than the other, like the ones that came around it, one and three. Yeah. Yeah. There was also an uh, unreleased version, which was Mario Brothers Two, that came out later in Mario All Stars as the Lost Levels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. original Mario Brothers Two, but they made it more difficult than the original and so oh, yeah. they thought it was, that it, it is harder There's it is much harder you can't make right and then it has the uh, death mushrooms right on it, which are crazy and they thought that it would be too hard and too complicated for u.s players so they didn't well, we're we're dumb <laughs> right uh, we are we are dumb right. well, apparently and this is the kid who <laughs> just i just said like hey i started playing Mega Man. i'm like nope too hard i'm done so i would say that that's probably validated oh, at least for me i don't know <laughs> here's what i say to that you want know to say to that get ready for this can you handle this? Oh. There we go. That's there it I, was. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> that's a joke. Thanks, Jack. You're welcome. Um, so what, uh, let's see, you segued then to the Super Nintendo? Yeah, the Super Nintendo, uh, that's really where I kind of hit my stride with Super Mario World uh, and... I tried to play Super Metroid Link to the Past again. Too mm-hmm. hard, so I kind of shied away from those. But Did you like Metroid? Uh, I, I liked it, but didn't get very far because I wasn't patient I enough love, to get man, with I it. I love Metroid. Uh, yeah. I, that was one of my first games that I got all the way through, and it was awesome. Uh, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Yeah. Similar, because it's, it's the first one of the first games I played that was a let's go seek out thing. You had to go put get pieces of things and collect. And then, um, what's the big one that people are... Earthbound? Is that the one Earthbound, that's on SN- where it's SNES? really... The original's really difficult to find. On Super Nintendo? Yeah, it goes what? for a, a pretty penny on eBay. Yeah, they're, Nintendo's getting ready to release uh, an SNES Mini that comes preloaded with like 20, 30 games, something awesome. like that, and Earthbound's going to be on it, so... I was a big Star Fox fan, too. They're coming out with yep. Star Fox 2? Star Fox 2's in that package. They had a, a FX chip... That was in the actual cartridge, right? Because yes. like they're looking at PlayStation coming out around the end of the SNES's uh-huh. lifestyle, yeah. And they're like, mm, "We don't have the N64 yet. How are we going to try to compete with this?" So they put extra chips in the actual cartridges themselves. Phenomenal. Yeah. So it's been super hard to emulate Star Fox and a couple other games that had that chip. It had something, yeah. Up until a, this like point, another, yeah. Another level going to, and it was cool because it had more of a three-dimensional look to it yep. than a lot of games. Yeah, it was out. super blocky, but man, for the time, it was just yeah. super amazing. Right, right. Yeah, I used to play a lot of the beat 'em ups too. They had, uh, oh, you know, where, yeah, have a friend over, and mm-hmm. there was like a Spider-Man and Venom game that yes. we used to, you know, in yeah. uh, Final Fight. Dude, Final Fight. We talked. We've talked yes. about that on this podcast a few times about Final Fight because it's like, um, uh, what, what's the uh, Hagar? 
Yeah, yeah. The big, big the big right. muscle guy. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. awesome. He would he do like the double fists, like well, turn around. I, I, I like him the most because I think I look a lot like him as far as how he's built. I wear a lot of clothing that involves uh, khaki pants and no shirt and sometimes suspenders. And just one, suspenders. the one strap. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, I'm not sure why that was. I'm not sure why he was the way he was, but uh, Bad Dudes, did you ever play Bad Dudes? Oh yeah, I used to play the crap out of that. That that was a game that was actually available in arcades, and then they brought it to um, consoles. I wanted to say this to you guys. I'm bad. And it, it's not a one more time. I'm bad. I'm bad. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll tell you one of the things that is my favorite bad. about uh, the Super Nintendo is man, some of those chip tunes are yeah. just like eight uh, bit stuff. Look up uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon. Like the intro song to that, uh-huh. uh, that is probably one of my favorite just chip tune rock songs. That's so or good. Or theme, I, I need theme. Didn't yeah, I? it's like the main theme to Battletoads and Double Dragons. It's theme. like, man, doesn't get better than this. Ultimate theme. Yeah, try it's this. It's two minutes long, but we don't play the whole thing. No. I feel like Nikki Six could be playing bass to this. <laughs> this actually reminds me of some of those Street Fighter 2 music as well. Right. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, All and right. that, that I, really pumps you up to get to level 3 and just get killed over and over again and never make it past. <laughs> I could probably still sing some of the Street Fighter 2 stuff. We used to play that just for hours and hours. That's cool. Um, so you you played, obviously played these games on SNES, yep. right? Yep. Um, okay. Everyone up to this point... You were on the SNES. Maybe a person had Genesis. Yeah. I had some Genesis friends. And I, I had a Genesis late in it, in the Genesis run when it got really cheap. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you you diverge off in some other directions people do. Yes. You become a PlayStation 1 person. You become a play, uh, N64 person. Am I right? Or am I off? Am I saying SNES, PlayStation at the same time. Well, they, you know, uh, there is some backstory to that that uh, Nintendo and, and Sony, Sony wanted working, to, they, they wanted to collaborate and there together, is yeah. one existing system, a prototype that they made together of a disc-based SNES and it was like found by these guys and they go around to like cons and show it off for money because <laughs> there's cool. it's only the only yeah. one that exists but uh but yes and it, uh, the sega saturn existed for a yes. while but, and, it, but it, it, it would look pretty good it was okay the sega saturn being pretty good it, w- it, it was, had crazy taxi on it uh sorry so the sega saturn they literally went hey guys we've got a new system coming out right now it's in the store go get it like no hype time no prep time whatever that's, it was like boom insane. it dropped and the retailers were super mad about it you know i was gonna say you couldn't pull that off today no like, they didn't blow yeah they either. they announced it and it was out and then uh the problem was is that the saturn was built for 2d graphics right so they, they were like beautiful two-dimensional graphics but then they started so d- late in the development cycle they start seeing the playstation they're like ooh, they're doing 3d stuff yeah. so they tried to crunch you know it was a disc-based system so it could handle it but not well and that's part and so then they came out with the dreamcast a few years later pretty quickly yeah 99 and then it died like two years later so sega they went (laughs) right they they did what nintendo don't 
Yeah. Sega does, but Nintendo don't. Yeah, that yeah. was the, that was right. the thing. Nintendo but, don't. But yeah, for a while it was N64 and PlayStation were the two kind of major warring deals, right? So it's like you're either playing GoldenEye or... Uh, Dude, where? GoldenEye on N64 was awesome, but I do want to tell you this one. Genesis Dutch! 16-bit arcade graphics. Michael Jackson. Yeah, you can't play Joe a Michael, Montana. Yeah, you can't play a Michael Jackson Pat Riley. Buster Jackson. Douglas. Joe Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. What Nintendo? Buy a 16-bit Genesis system between now and October 31st and get an extra game. Super Thanks. Lame. I, we had a Genesis and we didn't play any of those games. Well, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> I, our jam, YouTube's uh, coming no in pun intended, on the Sega Genesis was uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, yeah. We, we oh, used to play yeah. Toe Jam and Earl for hours and hours. Earthworm Jim. The, the cool thing about that game, it was two-player simultaneous, which was kind of a big deal back then, like having two players on screen doing that kind of open-world kind of gameplay. So it was there, cool. There were some games that really pushed the uh, S- Sega Genesis, like um, Gunstar Heroes. They are in Vector Man, and they had all these kind of pseudo 2.5D graphics going on. And then they had, uh, did you ever play Sonic and Knuckles? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Right. So then you could retroactively put in your old Sonic games and play as Knuckles in your old games. That was really Whoa, cool. Yeah, that's it was awesome. like, yeah, man, that was cool how they released that. You know Never what I was thinking about like the other day was the Game Genie. Um, yes. It was like an attachment, and, and I was thinking about like how that that wouldn't even be possible today, like with discs and stuff like that. Like they were able, they were it was a unique point in time in the game, the video game timeline, where they just did miracles like that. Where well, like, but they, it was like a pat, like they're patching things. Like yeah. Now they they patch a system. But, I mean, it was a circuit or, board passing through another circuit board right. and then going into your console. And it's right. just like, how did they pull that off? Like that's right. insane. Well, now they have. Um, a lot, some, and there were glitches then, but there were glitches in games now, and they fixed the glitch on on the games. Basically. Yeah, they patch them before. I think the last version of anything like that that came out was the Game Shark came out for the Dreamcast. Dude, Game it a, Shark. It was a top loading system, so you could put the Game Shark in, yeah. put in all your codes, and then pop it open, pop in your new. I have one, so you can play Japanese games or whatever you want, because it totally almost jailbreaks the mm-hmm. Sega Dreamcast. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um. Very cool. So, did you get an N64? N64? So, N64 was probably my life during that time span. Oh. Like, you know, other kids so were the like, was yes. other kids were like, hey, <laughs> look, I'm noticing girls now. And I'm like, I'm going to play Mario 64. Oh, like, I, I was it. just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, that so was funny. my life for a while, just Nintendo 64. So, this is really where I, uh, really where I kind of dug into it. Dig dug into it? Sorry. Dig Dug. Oh, Super Smash Brothers. Yes. Here's a Super Smash Bros. commercial yep. for N64. Oh, we can't actually probably play that song. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but we can play all the other songs that we've played. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how these things work. Right. We won't. But of course, everybody knows about GoldenEye. So I used to, speaking of uh, Game Shark, so I had a, a Game Shark and I could take my a copy of GoldenEye and upload. You know, you've beaten the whole game on all difficulties. You've unlocked all the impossible to get cheats. And I would charge kids at school 20 bucks for me to take, <laughs> no kidding, to take home their cartridge, upload basically infinite ammo, infinite everything. Because everyone wanted to play multiplayer. And all these cheat codes would let you do more stuff in multiplayer, unlock levels, whatever. Weird. So, yeah, I used to be like, hey, man, 
20 bucks if you want the goods and yeah i made a killing off doing that a literal killing entrepreneur here. <laughs> he is an entrepreneur um well cool then you segue to what system after n64 so I, what, what's your favorite game on n64 goldeneye oh man my favorite game probably star fox 64 star fox 64 is man awesome. be, just because the the quotes people still remember oh, today gosh. right Slip. do a barrel roll do a barrel or slippy talking <laughs> um <laughs> Slippy on there was talking. Can't let you do that, oh, Star Fox. <laughs> um, is it N64? Was it Slippy? Which one of them? Slippy, yeah. Crazy Slippy stuff. <laughs> yeah. He has an uncle named Grippy, by the way, in the oh, lore. Oh, gosh. Slippy Toad quotes. I don't know if I should play that or not. Let me just play one. I'm too tempted not to. Ah! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thought you could hide from me, eh? I'm hit. Are you okay? Data analysis complete. Here it comes. So stupid. <laughs> Wolf O'Donnells. I forgot about Wolf O'Donnells. I liked a lot of the uh, characters. They did a good job of building out characters yeah. in the game. Yeah, and the voice actors in that game were actually in the crew. Those weren't paid actors. Oh. They didn't bring those people in. They're just like, uh, we're oh, just going to wow. do this, and we don't care what smart. it sounds like. Yeah, and now it, they would turn out great. They pay everybody for whatever. But. Yeah. Um. So you, then you segue to what? What were we going to I kind of got. I, I kind of, you know, because then I act, became an adult and had to start. What? I know, right? I had to like worry about more adult stuff. So in the GameCube era, I kind of started getting out of it. I did have a, a PlayStation One, which I mainly used for like DDR because I was cool like that back then. It was yeah. playing Dance Dance Revolution, but yeah. uh, I graduated into GameCube, which I I really liked. I think it was a kind of an undervalued system you know with those tiny little uh yeah. discs yeah <laughs> that was weird looking they were deals. good it was yeah. good but what a great controller and of course smash brothers melee came out for that that Ooh, that was yeah. like oh and uh soul caliber 2 was the best version of soul caliber 2 because it had link that you could play as so graduated that but that was kind of a kind of started to get out of it a little bit mm -hmm. and then came the wii and that just i was like finally the masses are giving nintendo their due Yes. Including my grandma, you know. <laughs> Everyone. We're bowling. We have people yeah. bowling at nursing homes. Right. On yeah. the Wii. Using, and it's still used at physical therapy and facilities it should be, today. It's yeah. awesome. It absolutely is. And the Wii has some of the most underappreciated catalog of games. Everybody looks at it, you know, it was uh, it was past its, or uh, bef well, before past. It, it Basically, all the other consoles were HD, and uh -huh. it wasn't. And that kind yeah. of created a difficulty for them. But man, there's so many good games on that system. I have a huge. Ca I mean, they even they brought back NBA Jam too. Yeah. You know, it's cool. so there's all the stuff that uh, people don't realize, and they have regular controllers for it too. So awesome. it's a very underappreciated. We system. still use the Wii at our house, don't we, Miller? Yeah, the Wii's the best. <laughs> See, I, that's it. There you go. Final Miller, verdict. This is your Wii commercial. <laughs> yeah, Miller, what's your favorite game on the Wii? Mario Party Nine. Mario Party. Mario Party Nine. Um, we've played a lot of Super Mario Brothers U or Super Mario U. I'm not sure how you say it. Um, Super Mario Bros. Wii. It's all okay. about Galaxy, man. Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. It's Super the Mario. best. I love it. You know what I didn't like as much on that? That was the 007 game. I didn't think it was as... Oh, the remake? It's hard to make, It's hard to beat that N64. And, and the thing with the N64 version of GoldenEye, it was like there was like nothing like it. You know, at if the you'd, time, if you'd played Wolfenstein or you'd played, um, not Duke, well, Duke Nukem, yes, but uh, Doom, before you kind of had a concept for first-person shooter, but 
man, Goldeneye just took it to the next level. You could be, um, is it Jaws, the big guy? Yeah, or Odd Job. An Odd Job, and yeah. he was impossible to shoot when you were running behind him. Yeah, I always Doo-doo-doo-doo. really held it. Like some people would, it would be a race to choose Odd Job, and I always really held it against the. I never wanted to be Odd Job. I thought everybody should be on an even playing field. Right, but there's always that one guy that's like. I got dibs on odd job. Right. If they had Money Penny on there, I would have picked to play as her. <laughs> you know, just to keep it even. Right. Not really. Moon, what's the moon? The Moonraker? Uh, moonraker, but there was the, one of the Moon Ops people on there. I always crack up with some of those people you'd be on there. And, Do you know why they can't do an e- HD remake of the original Goldeneye? I don't know. So Phil's the, a huge 007 person. Yeah, so, so Rareware did the original Goldeneye, and they were kind of a second party to Nintendo, and they made the game. And then somewhere in the GameCube era, they split, and Microsoft owns them now. Oh, Microsoft. Yeah, so Microsoft Microsoft has them, is yeah. the wet blanket of, of a lot of things. <laughs> Except when it comes to Minecraft. They'll put, they'll put Minecraft on anything. Xbox, that is true. And what they do with, you know, Halo. But they're not going to put that on anything, but... But Microsoft, Xbox. yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, that's one of their biggest properties. It's huge. So, Halo, I, we used to uh, hook up three or four TVs together and link three or four Xboxes, and everybody would get their own screen. Wow. Because you could do the LAN adapters to the original Xbox. You were serious about this stuff. So, you had an Xbox? Yeah, I did have an Xbox. And then uh, I was overseas for a while and had it modded to have a hard drive so I could borrow your game and bzz, now it's it's on the system you um now the first time you turn that xbox on and that screen lights up and that green kind of whatever it was like i remember doing turning that on and i didn't ever own one but i played my friends had had them and i remember thinking this is the greatest um gaming system that will ever exist there's no way that games can get better than this right here i never thought that about the old nintendo i never thought about that about n64 because i knew the it was a little more at times N64 had honestly pretty good graphics for what it was but more cartoony kind of stuff mm-hmm. PlayStation 1 I thought it's kind of like real kind of I'm, I'm doing this weird robot super kind of, pixelated it's weird pixelated and like kind of juddy I don't know how else yeah. to describe the, the it. pixels are so low that everything ended in like a fine point there's a lot of triangles and stuff like that like people had like just right. blocks for hands and yeah stuff like and that's why that like Tekken Whenever Tekken came out on the on the actual console, I was like, that's kind of actually impressive because Tekken was pretty good. But yet we all still thought Laura Croft was hot. I mean, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no matter how pixelated she was. That's true. There's only never mind. That that, um, for, that original Tomb Raider game looks terrible. Oh, like, it does. If, if oh, it you tried to go now, back to it, it's like, like, oh my god. The new stuff is unbelievable. Hey, do you ever have you ever seen Conan O'Brien's uh horrible what's it called? Uh I know Bad, what talking about. Bad Gamer, what's it called? Conan yeah. I saw him play E.T. for the Atari, and it was hilarious. Which is I'm, known as the worst game to ever be created and almost killed video games. Nah, this is, I, I already put it wrong on here. What's it called? Uh, please say it. Clueless. Huh? Clueless, Clueless Gamer. Gamer. Clueless Gamer. Um, it, it's really entertaining, and he does the newest Tomb Raider game on there, and it's funny because it's coming the way he's talking about you know her on there it's really funny when he says he he's he does not like video games no he doesn't get him either he's like I, i'm horrible right him. right so, um what else was i gonna say something else really great just stupendous a new system ps3 
Yeah, so that would have been. PS4, we, what do you have? It would have been. Uh, so, what is my most current system? What do you have currently? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm still stuck on Wii U because of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Oh, the newest Zelda game, which is just absolutely phenomenal. It's cool. like one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, I'm usually uh, a delayed entry into the next generation. Yeah. I usually kind of wait and see, and then when once. When you get uh, the Switch? I don't have a Switch yet. Would you get one? Oh, I'm going to get one. When the just, price comes down? Yeah, maybe. And a lot of the launch games a couple years in, like, way go down in price so I can get the system and get a bunch of games on discount. And it I have is. more games than I could ever play in my life in my back catalog. And so I always feel a little guilty about buying new games because I'm just like, wow, I have so much that games that I've played five minutes of just to see if they worked and then never touched them again, you know? Isn't that horrible? My, oh, wife's, the same, my wife's the same way. Like when it, when the Switch was coming out and stuff like that, she's like, oh, I bet you want that. And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. I was like, And then I was trying to justify it. I was like, well, if I sell this console or if I sell this game or a couple games, whatever, maybe I can raise money. And, I, and then she's like, you have like 40 games that you never even played and it's like yeah you're right i don't you're need, right i don't need more <laughs> it's a console that i'm looking for the console to see how much it costs it's i think it's 300 dollars. yeah here it is at yeah. Walmart's expensive. which that that's cheap honestly like for what it is well and, it, and it's the first handheld uh and, and home console hybrid i have a i have a 3ds which is pretty awesome too 299 out of stock at, at the walmart yeah you can't find them anywhere. at it's, your local walmart y'all it's always out of stock right so. next to the uh right next to the fabric aisle we've got a walmart and we've got a great console it's called the nintendo go pick your own switch nintendo's been accused of uh artificially holding back on their stock uh to try to inflate their demand they have even though if you know what an amiibo an amiibo is yeah. it's like these little you know toys to life deal yeah. right and some of those amiibo were just impossible to find and for a figure that caught first of all it's outrageous that the figure's 12 dollars yeah, at really regular dumb. price it's right for what they do junk. yeah well i don't know about junk but it's junk i have a lot of them jake a lot <laughs> <sighs> don't make Phil, fun of my hobby jack in, in post in post uh Post production, Phil will delete that out, and I'll be, and, and we'll, it'll start here. Ready and three, two, one. Amiibo is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks. So they were—they're uh, not plastic junk at all. They literally, there was an Amiibo that came out that shut down GameStop uh, GameStop servers that day because so many people lined up in front of the stores to get them, and all the GameStop people were like putting it in to check the stock that mm-hmm. it sh- it shut down GameStop for a day. For a, for a for a Ness, the guy from Earthbound, it was his figurine, and it shut down GameStop. Are you sure it wasn't Russia? It you know. All right, let's take right past that. Um, <laughs> so the amiibo, amiibo is that right? Amiibo, am I saying that right? Amiibo, yes. You you, set, you went into this. Um, the amiibo, you have the there's a. D- Disney has what? It, Disney Infinity, which is now defunct. It's done now. But the Star Wars figures are great. If and you my, just want and the they're figures. cheap now because if There's, you can find those, they're cheap. They're just sitting around. Three bucks at yeah. Walmart. They, at Walmart um, yep. That to me seems like the right price for the plastic things. Yes. That you're talking about. Yep. For oh, I, bucks. Yeah, yeah, I, I snagged them. I feel like the current price for them, which is three or four dollars, whatever, the right price. is the actual price that they yeah <laughs> right. that they should have been always sold for. They were fifteen dollars yes. sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my son Miller has Lego Dimensions, and we still you know he's still finding those. Here and there, and sometimes we find cheaper ones, and sometimes we don't. So, isn't that right? I want the sloth pack. Oh, we've got. We were looking for the Goonies sloth pack, and we've seen it. But how much is it right now? Twenty nine. Yeah, and I'm just like, "Eh, I don't really want to pay twenty nine dollars. You gave me a twenty nine 
dollar Legos. But like for your birthday or something. For th- is it three figures? Is that what you get? No, you get like a you get a sloth. You get like some random boat thing, like the boat from there. <laughs> okay. It's it's totally like I I I I am not. It's not even a level pack on there. It's a they do they Daddy, you can buy a level pack. It is a level. Yes, yeah, it, it is a le- like a level it pack. Is. Tis a le- well, level. We'll see pack. what happens. Your birthday is coming up. You may get. I may be able to get this. The actor that played Sloth. This is what I think I, he's passed away. But I, I may. I was gonna say I may be able to just get him to come to your birthday party. We'll get someone. Ooh, can we have? Can we have Jared dress up as Sloth and come to your birthday? No. And he'll go Rocky Road, <laughs> Baby Ruth. No, Baby Ruth. I'm a two. <laughs> anyway, Lego is very smart. They have almost every license under the sun now. Yes. I, I just went to Legoland in California yeah. last week, actually. Yeah. And I've never seen so much licensed material in my life. They were smart to do it because a lot of people want in on that. Now, there are some things that other companies, Mega Blocks, what's the other one? Creo Blocks. Mm. They've bought the rights to like Turtles and they bought the rights to like some other random ones. Mm. Transformers. Yeah. But like there's, but it's very there's few. Lego turtles. I don't know if there is or not. We'll have to look it up later. Not I, like, not like, not like animal Let's turtles. Let's look like it up when we're off the air. Ninja turtles. Yes, ninja yeah. turtles. Not Nin- like turtle turtles. Ninja, ninja turtles. turtles. Okay. Ninja turtles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Much cooler than I meant turtles. turtles. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, very cool. Very cool. I have a hard time buying new games on uh, today's high-end systems because I do not want to pay 60 bucks for a game. Rarely will I ever and almost never digital because uh, I, I want that physical cartridge in yeah. my hand. No, I'm the same way too. I, I I know a digital feature is maybe inevitable for us, but I'm going to hold on as long as possible and get all the physical games. But I, I like having it. Now, it's a pain in the butt when I'm going somewhere I'm out and about. I took my Wii U to California with me because my brother lives there and we wanted to play. And man, it was a pain having to haul, you know, a CD thing full of games. And it's like, it's easier when it's on there. So I get the digital thing, but there's just something about that, that collector in you that, you know. So the worldwide video game industry in 2016 generated $91 billion. Revenue. That's revenue. $91 billion. And then... The U.S., which is a chunk of that, obviously, thirty one, $30 billion, which actually is a pretty good-sized chunk. Yeah, a third. That the U.S. could even, you know, hang on. This is the same. Hey, listen. The U.S. was the same people that 30-plus years ago, they packaged the duck hunt in the, in the NES because American like guns. <laughs> Where we just took out thirty billion dollars of the worldwide, war, we account for thirty billion dollars of the worldwide revenue of video games. Take that, Macamore, whatever your name is. What's your name? What's Nintendo's guy? Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Oh my gosh. Take that, dude. I challenge you to come on here and debate me. Yeah, America like gun. <laughs> we like it. Sorry, Hogan's Alley. Those are American gangsters on there that you digitized. Sorry. Italian plumbers. Why Japanese, a a, a Japanese, uh, what do you call them? A computer programmer. Why would he program Italian plumbers? 
No one's asking these questions. These are hard-hitting questions. So this, the Mario was actually named after one of the, I think it was like the maintenance staff or the cleaning staff around their building because they I just needed a name for the guy. He's the like landlord that. or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's... And he was Italian? I don't know. Well, and part of the reason why, why Mario's designed the way he is is, you know, they needed the, the pixels of the character to be easily seen on screen. So a lot of the way that they designed his clothes and his face and, and the fact that he wore a hat was just through testing of what the player could easily yeah, see. Miyamoto has said that the only reason that Mario has a mustache is because it shows up on an 8-bit screen better than a mouth. Like, he couldn't make the mouth work, so... They, they figured if you saw a nose and then a mustache, you just figured that the mouth was underneath the mustache. So, and it's like one of the most identifying, besides his head, it's one of the most identifying characteristics of Mario is his mustache, but it was literally only in there because of pixels. Like it, it, they needed it for that. Oh, but the movie pixels, the hit movie pixels oh, with I Adam Sandler. Hmm. I would segue into us doing that on the podcast, but I'm not going to do that. We will at some point. You know, I'm signing you up to do pixels. Okay. Jake, at some point, you'll do pixels on this podcast. Love it. Um, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> a Mario. When I search that, let's see what happens. Oh, this is Ed Begley Jr. saying it, I guess. No. Oh, that's the guy's the voice of Mario. That oh, is first, that him saying that's, it? That's, he's, he probably says it in the video, but yeah. It's me, Mario. It's Oh. me, Mario. Woohoo! Let's go. Okie dokie. I've been the voice of Mario for 20. All right, check that out. It's on YouTube. Wow, that's cool. Five million views. It's a me, a Mario. Just type in "It's a me, a Mario." It's a me, Mario. That I added another "uh" in there. That deserves five million views. That does deserve. We were talking about that earlier. We've come back around. It does deserve five million views. You know what else deserves this many views? This one deserves all the views. No. This one deserves every view. Yes. Yep. These guys are good. The possum, the possum posse. One day the guy on the buffalo was cruising around through the plane. Check them out, guys, on iTunes. You can get all these songs on here. The possum. Posse.com. Oh, here's one we didn't talk about either. He-Man. The He-Man song from like a long time ago. 111 million views for uh, uh, He-Man. What about the uh, Maya He, Maya Ho? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, Numa Numa. Numa. That's what that was. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about Numa Numa. Numa Numa. I think it's U M or U. Numa Numa. Oh my gosh. Here he is. Was oh, that yeah. 10 years ago? 26 million views? Wow, that was a long time ago. Now he's got his own website. He's we're, pro- we're old guys. He's probably like a serious musician now. He's like, I'm wanting to. Like we, we were on YouTube before it was cool. I'm the Numa Numa guy. It's crazy. Here come the arms. Horrible. Anyway, there you go. I, I have a confession. Dude, Evolution of Dance. I downloaded that, That's you from 10 years ago? I downloaded that. <laughs> you, you, you've lost that's a lot right. of weight, Jack. Yes, that does, right. 
<laughs> I downloaded Numa Numa on iTunes back when that came out, and for a while it was my most number one played song oh on that. So I was listening to that for recreational purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration of uh, Evolution of Dance, 299 million views on wow. that one as well. Anyway, we've come full circle on here. Okay, so Jake, you will come back on at some point. We will do Pixels. We will do another movie. Um, we've we've talked about doing a video game uh, something on this show. So you will come on. I like I'm saying this. You will come on. You're going to come on the job. What we're looking for the uh, expectations that you'll come on. And uh, you'll do uh, talk about the video games. Kids love the video games. And then it'll be fun. And then they'll want to play the video games. And then you'll uh, go out, uh, not play double dribble. And they'll, uh, you know, they'll have fun. Could you think you can handle that? Yes. Uh, you better be able to handle it. <laughs> anyway. Like I was like telling you what's happening. The position we're looking to fill here is you're looking to go up, up, down, down, B, A, B, select, start. Can you handle that or not? Overpromise, underdeliver. Okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not that you can't handle it. It's we think we can handle. So what was that from Joe versus Volcano? The one guy, the one boss was talking about. Oh no! It's it, not that he it, can't <laughs> handle it. It's will he handle it? It, it, no, it was no like, I understand that he wants the job. It was something job, like, I, but does he I, want I know, the I know job? He can, I know he can do the job, but will he do the job? Yeah, exactly. Or I did like, like a ten-minute, like horrible. <laughs> gosh, that part's terrible. Jeez, old Pete. Um, so uh, I'm gonna do a plug here, not a commercial. Pluto TV. Have you seen this on Roku? You don't do Roku, do you? You have a Roku. We have one. Have you ever heard of? Roku? It's our Pandora box. What's cool about uh, Pluto is that it's got Mystery Science Theater 3000, a whole channel. And it plays live. It's really weird. It's like live TV, and there are probably like 60 channels, some of which that are just, just totally not. I was going to say, how is this legal? It's totally legal. Look it up. They have this investment model. But it's not on. like NBC and stuff like that. No, they just have random shows that they've gotten the rights to or that hey, it's weird. Just look it up. I, I don't want to explain. They have this investment thing that makes sense. I looked it up. They made... Does it have? They uh, made a bunch of money off of it last year. Like, does it have par for the corpse on it? Oh gosh, I wish. <laughs> have you heard of the new NBC show coming oh, no. this fall? I, sh I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, anyway, check it out, Pluto TV. It's got okay, Mr. Science Theater on it, a whole channel, and it just plays. And then it's got Rift Tracks on it. You guys know what Rift Tracks is? Rift Tracks is uh, Mike. Nelson from Mystery Science Theater 3000 and the voices of Crow, Crow and Tom Servo. And they just do it for random movies. Which, by the way, one of those, I don't remember which one, but one of those guys tweeted out about that Friday music video oh, and said, the worst music video ever made, and that is what made it go viral. Oh, really? That makes so sense. that's the issue. Right. So basically, bringing attention to something sometimes causes it to get worse. Yeah, don't do it. Just ignore it. I I felt one on a weird, really weird. You know what would really weird trail about talking about something that you just go, we shouldn't just talk. It would kind of be like it would have went away if there's something if there's something bad that nobody should watch, but then people start talking about it on the internet, and then it makes people go watch the horrible thing. Yes, I don't know if people. I don't generally endorse that kind of thing. Yeah, but it works sometimes. So I, I would say this: sometimes 
any reaction is actually a good reaction for some, for some things. Sure. Reaction videos are huge too. The ridiculousness of that was Crystal Pepsi solidified it in the history of beverages. It, it tastes like Pepsi, but it's just no coloring in it. And so they call it Crystal Pepsi. It's totally ridiculous. New Coke was the same way. Where now in basically in the in the idea that it's you know it's just not a thing. It's weird. Anyway. You know, Snopes.com has a whole like half of their website is coke lore and like rumors about coke and legends about coke and there's like a humongous section about new coke and all the conspiracies around it and like all the stuff it did. really yeah it was a big deal i have to look those up what else what else what else is uh not really a thing to chase but anyway beverages surge surge is back in a brand new invention is you it made by coke back, again yeah. does coke make it Surge. Let's do a Surge commercial. Folks at home, if you're listening at home, you're about ready to hear a blast from the delicious past. <laughs> it's a Surge commercial. From, oh, it's a Trix commercial. Here it is. Surge. Surge. Guy pushing a shopping cart. No, the guy's got a couch. Very aggro. I like it. It's like, did you ever see the uh, the XFL where they put the football in the middle of the field and everybody just had to run for it and wrestle over? That's that's what that commercial. That's what it was like. And with a can of soda. You already said, fully loaded with carbos. Like now it's like carbs bad, man. We don't want too many of those. That didn't make fully loaded with carbos. Fully loaded with carbos. I'm gonna get that, you carbos. That commercial wouldn't have made me want to drink Sprite or Coke or anything. Gotta get you pumped up with calories and carbos. All right. Um, so anybody else? Anything else? Anybody else? Jake, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, have you ever heard of the Emoji Movie? Oh uh, yeah, I saw several signs, several billboards for this. Well, I um, I'm I've got my eye out on this movie, the Emoji movie, and um, much like Boss Baby, was one that I saw from a great distance away and thought that's that's got potential to be horrible, and much like Nine Lives had the potential from a very far off distance that I didn't know about. Our friend Rachel Walker actually pointed it out to me. And I looked in the distance, and, I, and then I, once I did, I was like, oh, is this real? And it was. And it was the worst. Emoji Movie seems to me to make... Emoji Movie seems to me to make the Angry Birds movie look like Citizen Kane. Which actually, Citizen Kane was a flop when it came out, but became huge. Critically acclaimed, which is half the battle sometimes. Would it change your mind if I told you that Maya Rudolph was in it? I like Maya Rudolph, though. But she has to make money. She's also an Idiocracy, but I kind of like that movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Is this going to be a kid-friendly version of Sausage Party? Because that... Ooh, that was... Now, see, that was That's bad. what it looks I just don't like wanna, to me. I've been not wanting to watch that movie. Like, like, I think that could be on this podcast. 
But I'm kind of like not wanting to watch Sausage Party. No, it's. I heard it's really crass, but honestly, the critics didn't hate it. Like it, it actually did pretty like, well. Why did anybody make this? I think that, yeah. that was their more the more along the line. I think most of the bad comments about it were just how far it went. Like it, it pushed R to the max. So, well. I'm going to leave you guys with one thing here at the end. But yeah, the Emoji movie comes out on Thursday, July 27th. So, Ready to rock. Maybe a prospect for us? I think so. I think it may be. So, All right. It might just be a great idea. Great audio. Great people. That's right. It's the Horrible Movie Podcast. Thehorriblemoviepodcast.com Come on down. Take a look. It's in a book. The Horrible Movie Podcast. Bo. Rainbow. Um, all right. Jake, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Uh, keep it real, my, my friend. Phil, um, you are awesome. Thanks for doing this. This has been excellent. And, um, yeah. Any, nobody have anything else? Anybody want some Capri Suns and orange slices? Anybody? Got some. My mom, my mom made, made some. We have Sunny D or purple stuff, too. How many royalties so. are we going to have to pay out on this episode? Oh, no one listens anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Guess what? While we're at it, here we go. Killer. Hey, are you thirsty? Totally. We got OJ, purple stuff, soda. Purple stuff. Yeah, go for it. No, get the purple stuff, man. What is that? It's like orange and tangerine and lime. Some healthy junk too. You don't have purple stuff in your fridge at home? <laughs> I mean, I do, but it's not liquid. Anyway, there it is. Oh, here they're on the beach. They're playing pickleball or something on the beach. 1995. Man, look, I'm drenched, dude. The sad thing is, I remember these commercials. Yeah, is that sweat? Sort of. He just said. Purple stuff. Tastes like orange, tangerine, and lime. Some healthy junk too. Man, awesome. And now we're gonna take a break from the impeachment of Bill Clinton, and here's a word from our sponsors. Gosh. The crazy thing is, I don't know anyone that reached for the Sunny D in any fridge. I just really don't like Sunny D. I I actually kind of liked it, but it was never anyone's favorite. Okay, well, we're ending the podcast on Sunny D. <laughs> All right, Jake, thank you. You're welcome. Sunny D for everybody. Everyone, raise your glass. Sunny D or purple stuff. I was like, you know what, purple stuff. Let's take some purple stuff. What's this purple stuff? Let's take this stuff. This episode brought to you by purple stuff. <laughs> what? I, we're not going to drink this Sunny D, Mom. I'm drinking purple stuff. <laughs> What's this purple stuff? <laughs> Uh, I see it on here too. Dave Chappelle has one. You should type in Dave Chappelle grape drink. I'm not going to play it because I can't censor it out here. And I don't want you to have to do any more work. <laughs> I have to put like 15 bleeps in. <laughs> but his is really funny because grape drink. Growing up, we had grape drink. We we didn't have grape juice. We had grape drink. Like, which is like the worst, gross thing you've ever seen. Anyway. All right. Long episode, but awesome. You rock. That was I fun. Rock. I rock. Thanks, Jake. Hold on. Wait a minute. North Korea, dude. Tell us about your North Korean blog. You sure you got time for this? Oh, we got nothing but time. All right, so I have a website, uh, dprkdispatch.com. 
It is my uh, attempt at a blog. Never been a blogger before till January, so okay. I'm giving this a shot. I've been researching and reading about North Korea for, oh gosh, it's probably been almost 15 years now. Wow. So I got all this knowledge in my head and I feel like I just need to get it out through my keyboard. And so I blog, uh, it's not your normal uh, type stuff where, you know, hey, he's shooting off missiles again and here's the nuke stuff. And, Cause you can get that in a hundred different places. Right. So I call it the lost and found of North Korea coverage, cool. right? So it's stuff like uh, historical information about the internal workings of North Korea people don't know. Uh, sometimes like this guy took a surfing excursion to North Korea and yes. was surfing there and he uh, had a YouTube vlog about it. So I did a review of that. So it's stuff that you wouldn't normally find somebody talking about uh, when it relates to North Korea. So if you're interested at all in that kind of stuff, there was a a canceled uh, Super Nintendo game featuring North Korea that uh, that was actually hacked into, and so they couldn't they couldn't complete it. And I kind of it was on Kickstarter, and they were going to release a Super Nintendo card of this. So stuff like that that's just real oddball stuff related to yeah. uh, the topic of North Korea. That's the kind of stuff I, I love. Dennis Rodman, man, that guy's so easy to to cover <laughs> on my site. So yeah, he, he gives me plenty of uh, he gives me plenty of material. And he's got a great relationship with Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. And he, he has a somewhat of a working relationship with Donald Trump. Yeah, he, he, was on, he is their he was only on, mutual contact. He really is the only mutual contact. So yep. I feel like, you know, when he went to, what was the, what was the, um, was it a journalist that, that they released who was in a coma when they released him? Yeah, so Otto Warmbier, he yes. was a student. Okay. And he uh, was accused of going into a employee-only area of the tourist hotel, which is on an island, by the way, so you won't wander off from the hotel, but going into an employee-only area and stealing a propaganda sign. And that is what uh, ended his time there in an unpleasant way. Right, and um, the irony of this is that he went, uh, Rodman went to North Korea, and then a few days later, Warm beer was released. Yeah, it was at the same time. Is there maybe? Have you, in your knowledge of North Korea, do you kind of feel like that's a shot that that was a thing? It's hard to say, but another the the person that was released before him, a guy by the name of Kenneth Bay, mm -hmm. that was in uh, North Korean prison for a while says himself in his book about the experience that he thinks that Dennis Rodman's visits were directly related to his release. So it's not far-fetched to think that Rodman's so, relationship with Kim Jong-un and him asking him to um, you know, release the prisoners. But Rodman himself says, hey, I'm not about politics. This isn't my thing. Like I just – I'm trying to build bridges through sports is his mantra. And it seems to be – you know, he's – There's some irony – and not irony in a funny way, but like in this – it's kind of ironic. Yeah, he's done more than anybody in the State Department has done in 50 years. Weird. Yeah, he's held Kim Jong Un's baby. Wow. Yeah. Nobody, and I mean, most people in North Korea even had done, but he's had very exclusive access to Kim Jong Un, and our our government has almost none. Wow. Yeah. What you read on the news about North Korea is not the government only has about a fraction more information than what you're reading. Wow. Yeah. They suck at information collecting. Well, that kind of stuff. And they, uh, I feel like sometimes North Korea is like this, uh, they don't want to touch it with a million mile pole. 
It's a it's you a difficult. Like, yeah, sure. We don't really even want to go there because they. I think. Do you feel like? If, do you know? I mean, if they really start to dig into the some of the, and again, we've had a kind of a no politics pledge on this, but they, this is more of a world type scenario. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it zoomed out. But I'm saying, from a standpoint of like, there are obvious human atrocities that go on in North Korea every single day. Sure. I mean, come on, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, then they're well, Kim well John, documented. If you're listening to this and you want to talk, maybe you come on. But um, <laughs> all I'm saying is like, like I feel like sometimes the free world knows that if they really start to zoom in and kind of look in at what they do, they'll go, "Well, we kind of have to do something about this." Well, the UN has floated the idea of taking him to what's called the International Criminal Court, and kind of coming together and saying. Hey, we recognize that the crimes against humanity here are so bad right. that maybe we, but China and Russia have too much pull there and they don't want to see that happen. So it is unlikely that that would ever move forward. So the, the so North, weird. well, and the, so from this perspective, from Ch from China's perspective, who yeah. also doesn't have a great human rights record and the, the dignity and the value of human life is not the same as we in the West view it. Right. So, North Korea is full of people who don't know how to use technology. Right. They, they don't know how to handle money. Yeah. They don't have any transferable skills. Mm -hmm. So you cut the head off that snake and the government collapses. Where do all of those people. untrained, poverty-stricken people go? It's, it becomes uh, – and the Syrian thing is a whole different – this whole different thing. Like, But it becomes a similar scenario. Yeah, so – Where South Korea basically then just by default – no, well, but the problem is – well, there's a whole power vacuum. Well, and there's a – Because there, then you have – like you said, Russia, China. There are so many people involved there. Where does that all – who who does that all fall on? And do you just have someone else in, in that inner circle rise up and become that person anyway? Well, the whole system since the early 1950s has been set up to be built around the figurehead yeah. and specifically someone in the Kim family. South Koreans are more apathetic to the situation in North Korea than Americans are. Like, we care about North Korea more than the South Koreans do. Wow. Yeah. Well, they, they, they've felt on edge for years, right? Because they, they know that it could happen in any moment. They most could. of the younger South Koreans don't care, and it's not something they normally think about. It's not something that they can really concern themselves. They're worried about going to college, feeding their kids, getting a good job, where they're right. going to live. Like, it's just – it's it is much more uh, on the – front burner of the American psyche than it is at all on the mind of the South Koreans, even though they're the ones that are just, you know, literally right there within mortar range of them. Yeah. Close, yeah. Close proximity. Yeah. There are people that buy houses closer to North Korea because they think that the, they're like, oh, the missiles will go over my head. <laughs> so that, you know, they do think about it a little bit, but uh, yeah, they're, we, uh, they're more our enemy than they are the enemy of the South Koreans because they, they call the South Koreans the puppet regime they think that we're the people that are calling the shots there and so they in some sense in some ways give the south koreans a pass yeah because they're like oh it's really the americans that are calling the shots behind you and you're just the the tool okay well um cool man next time you come on let's talk more so what's that website again if people are gonna yeah, try to find it. It? yeah if you want to go to my blog it's dprkdispatch.com dprk stands for the democratic people's republic of korea which is the official name of north korea dprkdispatch.com okay there it is thanks for the plug oh yeah I, and i meant to talk about that earlier we should have probably maybe started the podcast for that but it's all right
It's all good. North Korea is my jam. Talk about that anytime. And I wrote a song about North Korea right now. You ready? Ready. North Korea. It's a North of South Korea. North Korea. North Korea. North Korea is a place that is scary. North Korea has no one in the country named Jerry. North Korea is maybe not the best place, but Kim Jong-un might just punch you in your face. North Korea! North Korea! North Korea! 80s fade out at the end there. I wrote it. If Kim Jong-un heard that. He'd be like, this is our new national anthem. Everyone stand, raise up. I may, I may punch you in the face. Is there anyone named Jerry anywhere? <laughs> the marshal would be pleased. Sorry. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. North Korea to the moon. Wait, don't, no, no, don't. Don't go to the moon. Don't. They could claim it if they could get on the ground. We were having a missile launch. Okay, it didn't really launch. Psych. We just kind of blew up in the in the in the ocean there. Sorry. Anyway. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Go Bayside. We're on wrong podcast. See ya. Bye. The Horrible Movie Podcast is powered by RevolverPodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horrible Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, thehorrormovepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com, and anywhere podcasts are found. 